Hello, everyone, and welcome to At WCSU, the podcast that reveals the inside workings of Western Connecticut State University, unless they tell us not to. I'm Paul Steinmetz, here with engineer Pete Puccio, and although we usually take a summer break, we have decided we are too crucial to your well-being to stop podcasting. So we plan to be here with updates every week. Pete, that makes us essential workers, I believe. Uh, definitely. Yeah, self-declared essential workers anyway. <laughs> Can we say then that we are heroes? Uh, we probably shouldn't. Uh, I think I think my wife's, wife's a nurse. nurse right? is, yeah, she yeah. would be in here in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we won't go that far. Uh, today, we're straying a little outside of our WestCon boundaries with an interview with Taylor O'Brien. She is the communications officer for Danbury City Hall and Mayor Mark Boughton, and Taylor brought to life the daily conversation slash press conference that the mayor has every day on Facebook Live at 5 p.m., or four days a week anyway. He talks about the local effects of COVID-19 and what the city's doing about it. They call it Live at 5 for obvious reasons, and anyone can tune in to hear the latest news, whether you live in Danbury or not. We talk with Taylor about how she puts this show together and we get her to tell us a little bit of the behind the scenes of working with the mayor. And after that, Pete and I will give updates on the latest at WCSU. Right now, here is Taylor O'Brien. Okay, we have Taylor O'Brien here. Taylor is works in City Hall with Mayor Mark Bowden, and she's kind of become a star in her own right since she started doing this Live at Five Facebook event four days a week with the mayor to talk about the coronavirus. How has this changed your life, Taylor? I wouldn't say star, but I do have a lot of titles, if you notice from how the mayor introduces me each time. Um, but it has been fun. It has. It has I will say a lot of people have noticed, but people who either knew me prior, now I'm getting, I have about 50 friend requests on Facebook from people I don't know in Danbury, so it's going well. <laughs> I noticed somebody in one of the la previous uh, Live at Fives uh, said, oh, Taylor, I looked you up and now I know what you look like. I, I didn't see that. I know, and it's it's so funny how we try to be that mystery voice behind the camera, but anyone can find me <laughs> yes and he calls you out every once in a while right yeah it's pretty it's like a good banter and honestly i don't know if people realize this is how him and i talk regularly back and forth to each other mm -hmm. so i think people think it's really natural and it, it is we're pretty much like that every day so it works out that's good he did get a little uh, snippy with you one day recently it made me angry because he uh he was like uh, counter uh, countermanding something you said. So I was going to email in and message in and tell him to knock it off. If you know the next episode, he says, don't get mad at me for getting angry with Taylor. This is just what we do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, we're, we go back and forth like that. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's why it's so natural, because him and I go back and forth about things we disagree on during the day. I mean, we have a very good 
banter in the office where he'll take opinions. So I think that show is just even in the live videos because that's that's what we do all day. I mean, he knows if he's yeah. wrong, I'm going to tell him. But <laughs> <laughs> and I know you've explained this, but he ex he starts every show by kind of adjusting these little gold uh, trophies that he has on his desk's desk. And uh, so what's that all about? So what he doesn't want to say is those are my Dundies that I have won um, oh. every year for, it's like our, our holiday party at the end of the year. We do a, just a lunch. He takes us all out to lunch, um, you know, buys the staff lunch and he turned it into a Dundies awards, which if you watch the office, it's from the show, the office where, um, Michael, the manager, takes his staff to a Chili's every year and does a award ceremony. So he took that idea, um, and we basically all get awards that he creates, um, you know, best in the office, best at answering the phones, kind of silly stuff, um, most likely to ask what's for lunch it was last year with my intern who always wants to know what's for lunch. You know, it's their funny stuff. So <laughs> he gets one. I always give him, you know, I always surprise him and make a Dundee for him. But um, yeah, so we get little trophies every year that he buys for us and we have little labels on them. Danbury Dundies. It's fun. <laughs> Boy, you guys have a good time in the mayor's office. <laughs> just, you know, just one time, one time a year. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how long is the, uh, it's called Live at Five, right? Yeah, that name actually, we kind of just rolled into that name after a few, probably about a week of doing it. We were like, okay, we're live. It's at five. And it rolled. It worked. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? I believe the first ones were end of, I think end of March. I think it's been over probably almost two months um, of doing these. Cause I remember, well, he wanted it obviously March, uh, I think it was March 7th was the day we got a call from the governor on a Friday night to come in for the press conference to announce that we were the first, right. um, you know, case in the state. So that was a crazy night for all of us. Um, there was a lot of, you know, discussions with our health department, you know, our police chief, our EMD, who is our fire chief, and the mayor just on how are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? And obviously as a communications person for the city, you know, that fell on me as a public information. And this sort of came up as a way of like, you know, I could send out a press release every morning, but accurate information, it was changing by the hour. So we just felt that the videos on Facebook were a way to answer questions because, you know, I could write something up, but I don't know exactly what you want to know. And I found questions that we never thought we would answer um, or have to have to answer in a press release or something like that. So it's just been, it's really been working um, as a way to just get that information out there quickly. And obviously social media is the key to quick information that's readable, legible, um, and understood by a majority of the population. So it just kind of, it's just been working. Yeah, people seem to like it. I know a lot of people I've seen on social media and talking to people uh, just like the daily update. They probably don't listen to everyone, but they like that it's there and they can tune in when they want to and they get good information and you have, you let people uh, write in with questions and answer yeah. them right there. Yeah. And I know, I think people aren't expecting that with a politician, um, you know, opening yourself on Facebook live is questionable for some people. You never know what you're going to get. And we definitely do get things on there 
that I do have to, you know, moderate if it's inappropriate um, or for that sort of reason, or if there's just, we just don't know the answer. Um, but we usually will go back in the comments if I didn't understand a question that was asked or that was read, that I was reading as I was going through it. And then I'll go back in the comments and try to figure out what they're talking about or answer that question. So, yeah, but people do have that platform. You know, we're giving the entire public this platform to really just ask their leader, you know, this person that is representing them anything they want. And they, they are. So it's good. And the mayor, like you said, seems pretty comfortable with it. It's kind of his uh, forum. Yeah, he is somebody that has always been since I've been here anyway, I've been here about four and a half years and I've only known him. I grew up in Danbury as well as just a speaker. I mean, he's, you know, you know, he's everywhere. He's able to talk to people. He's able to be on the spot. And that is the type of person that can do live videos because you really do have to be on the spot. Things could come up. Um, I banter with him with things. Sometimes he doesn't know I'm going to say, or, you know, we just have an open conversation. Nothing's really planned uh, other than his announcements at the beginning, but yeah, the rest of it is just, it's just up in the air and he's ready for it. Yeah. Anything that gets thrown at him. Yeah. There are a few nuts that ride in though, right? And um, do you let him know that they're there? Or does, uh, does he rant about them afterwards? No. So we have one day, I'll say there was like, um, like people have coordinated, you know, things to say. And it was something that wasn't in relation to us. So we didn't respond to it because, I mean, I also understand these things are scrolling past me very quickly. So when somebody writes like a two paragraphs or something like that, I can't read that. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but, you know, we could approach it later um, in the comments. So, yeah. And, and like I said, if there's something inappropriate, um, or something that is just, just unnecessary to read, I, I I'm not going to read it, but if it's a question that will actually help the rest of the people on it, I'm going to read it or try to, as they scroll past me very quickly, <laughs> but it's good. That means yeah. there are a lot of questions. There's a lot of people in there who want to have a conversation. So good. Well, if you read the in inappropriate ones, then you could get the mayor to respond, right? It would be interesting to see what he said. <laughs> Yeah, I I have. I've been like, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know how you're going to feel, but this is clearly coming up. Um, it wasn't something, you know, if it's not related to us, um, mm -hmm. he'll still respond. Like but the I Department also, of Motor Vehicles. Something like that. Well, the DMV. Oh, the DMV. <laughs> there are, I, I was tallying it. One day I'm sitting there. I have, So I write my questions on a notebook. Um, as they come, I'll write like the topic of the question and then refer to them as um, we go back. And oh my gosh, I took a tally with the DMV one day. I mean, there's got to be a dozen, like a dozen in, in in the first 10 minutes of the DMV. And it's like, <laughs> we do not operate. If anyone's listening out here, city of Danbury does not operate the DMV. Um, but yeah, so you know what? I don't want the mayor to be sitting there. You know, he there's no point in him going up there and talking about the state departments or state decisions. Those aren't not his decisions, um, but we follow them. You know, if this... The governor makes an executive order. We have been working closely with his office, closely with the State Department of Health. Just to, we have to follow these orders, and I think um, that's hard for some people to understand. So we definitely get a lot of comments that are, you know, on the more negative side, like why aren't you going against the governor and things like that. Uh, I haven't read uh, maybe once or twice. I'll I'll throw it out there and just say if you want to explain yourself again, um, you know, he has a duty as the mayor to respect the state law, and that's that's what we're going to do. Right. I have to get policy so on you. Sorry to... about that. No, that's good. Do you 
try to nudge him into uh, politicking a little bit, like next time the governor's election comes up, you know, you're prepping him for that? I really don't think so. Right now is a time we're just focused on what's going on. Um, you know, the governor and him, very, we're very fortunate to have a very open relationship that they have where they can call each other and go back and forth on what's going on right now. And I think if we aren't working together right now, things would not get done the way they have been in the state. So right now, I mean, this is a pandemic. I think we have to focus on what's at hand. So that's what he's been doing. That's what our office has been doing, um, trying to do anyway, work with everybody in the state um, and or our representatives. So that's our goal. That's my goal right now. I'm trying to be an open face for our representatives so we could go back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we need to do, I think. Oh, that's good. The very professional. What? Um, so we're, you and I are both communications people. Right now you are, um, you set this all up for the mayor. He gets all the glory and you're kind of in the background. You know, you get a few fans and stalkers, but mostly it's him getting the glory. Do you ever get um, uh, jealous of the, uh, you know, him getting all the credit for the work that you do? That's too funny. Um, you know what? I did have my first hater yesterday. I was very excited about it, though. It, it really signified that my voice is being heard. Somebody mocked my voice, actually. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I'm a little nasally. That was a comment. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That feels good. I feel like a celebrity at this point. Um, no, I, you know, it, that's, just, that's how it is in an office like this. We know we all work for the city and yes, for him, but for the betterment of the city. So everything we do is you know, it's all, it's a combined effort, but he's, he's the one, he's the mayor. I got to give it up for him. So you're going to go keep doing this live at five for as long as you need to. There's no specific end date, right? Yeah, we've actually talked about it because um, some people have asked us to continue it after. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily going to end the day City Hall reopens for the public or, or things start really, really opening up. I mean, we're clearly just in a beginning phase here. But um, either way, if there are I think as the phases happen, there will be more questions. So I do want to continue it. Mm -hmm. But I think as we even work through past that, 
uh, we've talked about maybe doing like a once a week thing. And I don't know if you know, but he used to do a Saturdays with the mayor. Oh, yeah. That would be people coming in. I think this would actually be, this is a really a safer alternative um, and more accessible because we would do that on Saturday. We would all be here and there would be maybe one or two people, sometimes no one every weekend. So this is, I think, even better. Um, if people cannot be online, they can call us any time of day. We're, you know, we have been in the building uh, eight to six every Monday through Thursday. And then I'm usually here Friday until like two or three. So, I mean, I'm answering the phones. We are answering questions that aren't just on Facebook, but I would do it at least once a week, I think, for going forward. Him and I had actually talked about it before all this happened, and that's how this sparked it. Yeah, I see. That's good. So you're actually working more hours than you're supposed to. Is the mayor there too, or is he at home? <laughs> he is definitely here. Um, we are all here. I, when I said 8 to 6, I mean, him and I are probably here at least till 7.30 a night, and then Friday, he's here. Um, we were doing this Instagram live on Friday at noon, but we decided to stop that because I'm either doing now every week I'm doing a PPE distribution. I'm out yeah. in the front of the building, mm. um, giving PPE to businesses that apply through the state. That's something we've been doing masks and thermometers. So I've been here for that. And then I come up here and finish the rest of my emails or work. I'm trying to take my weekends off, but oof, it wasn't easy at the beginning. I probably worked every weekend through April, and so did he. He's he's yeah. working. Yeah, I will give him that credit. He works more than any of us. So <laughs> we are working. I'm not lying. We are really working. No, no, I know. You're right in the middle of it. The communications thing is always right in the middle of a crisis. Definitely. Yeah, it's a big piece of it. Yeah. Uh, so people who, anyone who has uh, really any concerns or ideas or thoughts about uh how the coronavirus is progressing in the city should tune in. They're free to ask questions and it is a way to kind of keep abreast of things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And we're seeing greater Danbury. We're seeing other, you know, other towns that maybe don't have that opportunity. They're on there too. I mean, somebody from every single town in the greater Danbury area has been in there commenting, asking other questions that he tries to answer. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's open place. We have about, I think at the end of the day, we usually have about 10,000 uh, engagements with the video. So from 5 p.m. on to, I think last night I checked around like 11 p.m. and there was 8,000 from last night. So people are on it. They're asking, they see it. Even if they miss the live stream, they're commenting and asking questions. So we're going to answer as many as we can yeah. and continue to do that. Yeah. That's exciting. It's satisfying, I imagine. Yeah, it's really good because, um, you know, before this, there wasn't that when... He had Twitter, you know, he had communication platforms. I have all the city of Danbury platforms as well. So I do talk to people regularly on Facebook messaging, Instagram messaging, but this is just so unique that it just gives us that chance to answer it with a voice. And I think that shows more trust in our answers and more, um, you know, that we hear you, we understand the mayor does hear your question. Cause sometimes if you call, he might not, that might not make it to his desk that day, but this is a way to know the mayor has answered your question. He understands what's going on. He's trying to provide that information for you as quickly as possible in the best way as possible. And I like it. I'm very, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. It's I good hope the for public you. is as well. Yeah. It's good for your resume, it seems like, too. Oh, I, my resume right now, high priestess of donations. That's what he likes to call me, queen of Danbury and all things. I like to call myself assistant mayor or assistant to the regional mayor from the office. But we'll get there someday. <laughs> yeah, those are all excellent, uh, excellent headlines. 
Taylor, thanks for joining us today. It's been very informative. Uh, hopefully we'll get even more people uh, watching it every day at five. It's entertaining as well as uh, informative. And um, uh, you'll enjoy watching it if you haven't done it already. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Taylor. So that was a great look at Taylor O'Brien and how she works with the mayor. Pete, we've got some big news of our own this week in this podcast. Oh, we do? It was, yeah. It was just announced that WestCon is officially going to open, reopen for business on August 24th. We haven't really been closed, but we're going to have face-to-face -face courses and classrooms on August 24th. That's a normal beginning of fall semester. And uh, people are going to, students and professors are going to be here on campus. Now, it's going to be a little bit different because we'll have a combination. Some classes will still be online and some classes will be uh, mixed. They call them hybrids of online and face-to-face. Um, -face. And there'll be a couple of different kinds of online courses too. They call them uh, asynchronous where you can tune in at any time and get your assignments and stuff and listen to the professor and synchronous where you're there with all the other students, everybody's on at the same time, getting the same assignments, taking the tests at the same time and all that. So there's a little bit of a ramp up. I haven't figured out all the details yet, but we are definitely going to be open for business in more or less the regular way you know, coronavirus be damned on August 24th. All right. So some stuff totally online, some stuff hybrid, and some stuff is actually going to be normal on-campus in-classroom meetings. That's right. So how would, how, as a student, how would I find out how my class is being run? Is that being communicated to me through email or what? Yeah, email. You'll, it'll be in your schedule which I think you can get an email and online on, you know, the admissions office or something like that. Maybe we should have admissions in here to find yeah. out. That would be something, wouldn't it? Or the registrar. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're, but everybody will know what their hours are, when their classes are meeting, when they have to be online, if they have to be on a, a special time. And um, there'll be, opportunities for all the extracurricular stuff too, to some of it to be on campus, uh, clubs and events and things like that. You know, at the same time, there'll still be, everybody has to wear a mask. You really can't come on campus without a mask. If you're not supposed to wear a mask or you have permission not to wear a face mask for some reason or a face shield, we're telling you, don't come on campus, don't come into the buildings, don't come into cl your classroom. We'll figure, you know, tell your advisor if you're a student and we'll figure out how to help you do it all online. And the same for professors too, if for some reason they can't uh, wear a mask and uh, they, they'll still be teaching, but it will be all online. Yeah, and I assume just be, be ready for new information all the time. Be prepared for, you know, offices to be, open at certain times and not others and for rules to be changing and for, you know, cause all this stuff is, is happening so quickly. I assume we'll be 
you know, dancing around trying to trying to counteract things. So just that's exactly be as right. Aware and, as you can. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance the state could come in and say, okay, it's October 1st. You're going all online because there's an outbreak. <laughs> yeah. The outbreak has erupted yeah. again. JK, go home. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we are planning. The it, it, part of the plan is everybody goes home for Thanksgiving and then they stay there through the end of the semester. Everything will be online from Thanksgiving through the end of the fall semester. Oh, okay. That's for a couple of reasons. Partly for people, uh, residence hall students who are living on campus, uh, we don't want to bring you back on and make you go through the whole testing protocol again, which we're going to do at the beginning of the semester. And partly, it's just kind of a... Uh, 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 putting, drawing a line and saying, hey, you know, if the coronavirus is going to bounce back, it'll probably be towards the end of the semester. Maybe we can knock it down or prevent it from coming back. Uh, if we take this, these last few weeks of the semester off, not off, if we take them off uh, from being on campus and just do all online. So it's definitely going to be a lot of different things this semester than in a normal semester. Hopefully it'll be a little more normal than it was this past semester when we, uh, you know, everybody went home with their hair on fire. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And I guess we'll yeah. see. And then the next spring, hopefully everything will be more or less normal. We'll see. That's too far in, in advance to predict. Oh, sure. And um, so there'll be a lot of guidance, as you said. Uh, if you haven't seen your letter from the president, John Clark, and from the president of the CSCU system, Marco Jakian, make sure you look in your email and find those. Uh, Dr. Clark's letter will be going out in postal mail, so you'll all get a copy of it in the mailbox, uh, but it's going out on email and also is on the COVID-19 page, which you can link to from the homepage of wcsu.edu. So we're trying to communicate it in as many ways as possible. Um, one thing not really in those letters is that office workers in Old Main and uh, University Hall are going to be slowly starting back to work in person in June. There will be a lot of social distancing. We might work five days on and five days off, and 50% of each office will be in at once. And um, that will be the same for classrooms, too. A lot of social, social distancing. Classrooms can probably only fit half of who they uh, fit when we left for home. <laughs> a lot of different things to work out, and we'll see how that all works out. But we think some of the administrators, like you and me, Pete, have to uh, come back to help students get, you know, answer questions, get back in the swing of things. We're not expecting students back on campus until August 24th, so it'll all be online and on phone, but we thought it would be good to ease into it, um, getting people on campus, starting with those of us in the offices. 
Of course, you're yeah. not in Old Main or University Hall. You can keep going. So if you have any anything that you would normally come to campus for, please call or email ahead of time and make sure that's okay. We don't want you to come all the way down to campus and then not be able to get into an office or have an office be closed or something like that. So just, just you know, double check before you make the trip. That's exactly right, because you'll be banging on the doors and no one will let you in. <laughs> Tumbleweeds otherwise. inside, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be taunting you from inside. <laughs> so uh, that's big news, and uh, we have time to digest it all and uh, until we all come back. But uh, we're moving toward the new normal, as we say. That's the last time I'll say that, new normal, because <laughs> it's a cliche now. And, um, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, getting WestCon back into your lives uh, as much it back into your lives. And, you know, we'll have some adjustments, but you'll be going to school in the fall. Yeah, and stay tuned to uh, at WCSU for updates. That's right. Every week we will be updating you. Great. It's asynchronous, though, so you can tune yes. in anytime to get the update. <laughs> Good call. Vocab <laughs> word. All right, so I guess that uh, wraps it up for us, right, Pete? Yeah. Everybody stay safe. So, yeah. Please stay safe, and we'll be keeping an eye on you if you're not. <laughs> That's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, this is Paul Steinmetz for Pete Puccio and at WCSU. We'll see you next week. At WCSU is a production of WCSU Media. Engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Folby. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at WCSU.edu. Thanks for listening.